A new study shows that maybe 5.7 million non-citizens have cast illegal votes in the U.S. election. So is Donald Trump right? Well, maybe not exactly. We also have a story uh, that goes election-wise where last night Republican Karen Handel win one, win one, one against John Ossoff in a very expensive election in Georgia. And a human toll was stolen from a downtown hotel bar in the Yukon. This is a pretty interesting story. We'll get to that one and many other conversations that we had all day yesterday. That makes today's Daily Recap Podcast dated for June 21st, 2017. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm your host for This is Conversations Daily Recap Podcast and the weekly wrap-up podcast for the weekend. And, of course, your moderator at our website, thisisaconversation.com, plus our social media poster. That's, I guess, a real title because I just made it up. What do we do with the conversation? Well, we have conversations with you. We talk about the most important stories of the day and sometimes the most not important stories of the day. We pick up on trending topics and sometimes we sneak in things that are just weird and interesting that we want to see how your opinion works out on that. You reply, you respond, you react, you interact with uh, the social media hits and of course respond on the website and we tally up to see which ones turn out to be the best ones for the day and especially for the weekend. Now, how do you do this? Well, just follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or just go to our website and interact with the stories that come up there. Twitter, find us at TH underscore conversation. Find us on Facebook at This is the Conversation. Search for that. There's a couple other conversations, but we are This is the Conversation. And the website, of course, This is the Conversation. Com. Now let's get into the biggest stories that we had for yesterday, a very eclectic day we had all day Tuesday. Uh, starting off with our first message of the day, getting into DJ Khaled's business, he went to a uh, festival in Vegas, was running a little late, was a little off in his performance, tried to do his DJ Khaled thing, and he got booed off stage. A late set, a short set. No DJ Khaled for the rest of the night in Vegas. I'm sure he'll recap and go count his money and feel much better about himself later on. But for folks paying their money to see him a couple days ago, they didn't quite get their money's worth. Now on to the newer story, starting off with a quick story in O.J. Simpson. A quick hit on O.J., if you will. O.J. may actually get out of jail soon. He has a parole hearing set for July, and if he gets good behavior and he's all all well, which apparently he's doing fairly well in prison right now, actually being a mentor to some of the younger inmates, which is good, I guess, except he's O.J. Simpson, uh, he may be released uh, after the parole hearing. So he may be free to go do whatever it is O.J. will do at this point on. As far as a career, he's obviously blown those chances more than a few times. Uh, How he's going to make his living, how he's going to do whatever uh, is going to be weird. Essentially, everything that he's known for is now infamous, including uh, the sports memorabilia market where he was actually making some money until he went to go, you know, steal his own Heisman back and got himself back into well into prison for the first time because he didn't go for that whole murder thing that he apparently didn't do, but we, he told us he could. Well, let's move on. A new study shows that 5.7 million non-citizens may have cast illegal votes in the U.S. election. Now, this does not exactly go towards the Donald Trump 3 million illegals uh, casted the votes, which made the, the, the lopsided version of the popular vote version and the uh, electoral college version. But there are 
there is a report that does that went to check, and this is kind of swamping along the entire nation, uh, just going through the voter rolls of people that are not exactly in their citizenship, uh, not exactly legal at the moment. This is not a case of people literally crossing the border, uh, showing up in town and clicking a ballot, or or like in Chicago, people voting 12 times because they're dead, or, or as they do in Chicago, pretty famous for that. These are people who are actually attached to citizens here in the States. They are people who are uh, married to citizens, who have green cards, who are listed on the rolls, but uh, don't actually have the rights to vote. And these are problems that are happening in the Mostly smaller towns that haven't quite updated their voter rolls and their voter registration um, rules in general. It isn't exactly people storming over the borders to cast votes to uh, toss elections. Of course, it isn't people hacking into election boxes and clicking buttons either. But there is a report that does show that there isn't so much voter fraud, and most of the votes are caught in the process anyway, not counted. But there are people that get through the system and cast votes, cast ballots at least, that should not be casting the ballot. But this doesn't quite exonerate the Donald Trump thing yet. More on Trump in a bit. Right now we go to a story out of Dawson City, Yukon, where a very famous hotel, it's a downtown hotel, a barn hotel, has a ritual. You have, they have a drink uh, where they literally put a human toe, a, a human toe, it's a dead person's toe, uh, it's been fermented, all that stuff. They put it in a shot glass, pour the shot in the glass. You have to drink the shot, and the toe must actually touch your lips to um, make it uh, make it famous. That's what they do in Yukon. There's not much to do up there. Now, there used to be a $500 fine for a person who would swallow or steal the toe, essentially someone who would go in there and run off with the toe or swallow the toe in, in you know for whatever reason. But about 20 years ago or so, somebody taking this challenge actually took the drink, swallowed it whole, sucked the bad boy down, then plopped $500 on the table and said, bam. So they upped the price of the fine to $2,500 for the sourdough cocktail foul, if you will. And apparently somebody just decided out of the blue to yank the mummified toe uh, for the drink. Now, the police are still studying, trying to figure out what's going on with this and where the toe is because it's not worth very much other than the fact it goes into this famous drink. And, of course, I'm sure they can find another mummified toe to replace the one that was missing. But it's, you know, it's all about the principle in some of these cases. The man that was killed early last year in the Tesla autopilot crash reportedly got numerous warnings to stop letting the computer drive and take the wheel. So this is not a case of the computer going out of control or the computers essentially trying to kill us. Hello, Skynet. This is a case of one guy being a douche, for, ba- for lack of a better word. Uh, when he was driving, the autopilot kept giving him repeated warnings that the terrain was difficult for the computer to navigate, the autopilot to navigate, and the man should take the wheel and take control to get through the hazard that he was going through. He did not. The car could not handle what was going on. And what happened happened. Uh, we'll see if this does anything to exonerate uh, Tesla on the back end on that end. But it also comes to show that there are plenty of people who don't have enough sense to not do things that have sense. We have plenty of stories of people going to um, um, Yellowstone Park and wanting to bathe in the hot springs and dying because, you know, they're about 3,000 degrees. Uh, But this is another example of somebody who doesn't have enough common sense to take on the work that needs to be done, i.e. drive his own car in treacherous conditions because the cool technology is supposed to take it over.
the Ken doll is getting a makeover. So if you are buying a Ken in the next couple of weeks, uh, you will notice that the Ken you got a few weeks ago aren't straight carbon copy Kens, which just may mean another uh, update to Barbie itself, although Barbie has various versions of various colors and various friends who are various colors, various versions. But you'll see Ken dolls with different body types, some with maybe even some body art uh, sketched into their plastic, and, of course, different races and colors. They already have, you know, a black Ken, a black Barbie, and those things like that. But you see a plethora of Kens, a plethora of Kens in different uh, ethnical colors, if you will, and with different body types, some a bit more stocky, some a bit more skinny. Uh, we'll see the Ken revolution and see how well that takes on uh, to keep up with the Barbie revolution, uh, essentially trying to keep Barbie relevant in the doll age where a lot of kids are no longer playing with dolls, to be honest, and not no longer dealing with physical stuff since a lot of them are, are essentially stuck to their phones. This will hopefully get more kids girls specifically, uh, buying Ken dolls to go with the Barbie dolls they're hopefully going to keep buying. We got word yesterday that Daniel Day-Lewis is retiring from acting at age 60. He's done. He's out. He kaput. No more movies, no more TV, no more nothing. We, you know, maybe he'll come out of retirement for a select role somewhere down the line if somebody really comes up with something that's really interesting. But apparently Daniel Day-Lewis says he is done as a career with at age 60, he's at, apparently has plenty of money. He's not all that keen on the fame part. He just wants to kind of relax, retire to a villa someplace, and just chill. And, you know, more power to Daniel Day-Lewis. If you know the One American News Network, you know what they're up against. They are essentially a, I won't call them a fringe network, but they are sort of trying to t- take on some of the little fringish issues uh, to uh add a little bit of spice to their very low-powered operation. They're a very low-budget operation, or I should say low-budget. They're a very uh, low-capital operation. Uh, they have a studio. They do news-style, sort of like the old headline news from back in the day. There's a person that reads stories. They use a lot of uh, wire copy, a lot of things like that, and a lot of their casts are basically replayed over and over again in batches uh, to make up for time. They have a couple of talk show, yak-type shows, with some people who are kind of mid-level to low-level D-lister uh, type uh, interview people, D-lister type um, columnist folks. Well, a guy named Bill O'Reilly recently lost his job with one of the top news stations, that being Fox News. Of course, Bill O'Reilly is saying he's going to the Internet to try his new thing, his experiment, which began this week, I believe, uh, doing things on his website one American News apparently is making an offer to Bill O'Reilly. At least the CEO wants to put together a package to send to Mr. O'Reilly and maybe get the O'Reilly Factor or the O'Reilly Factor version 2 on his One American News network. This is a network that is actually growing, uh, getting onto more channels, especially after the loss of Al Jazeera, where there is empty channels now that can be taken on. Like I said, it's a bare-bones operation. I hate to say that it's a low budget, but because it's not. It's actually fairly well produced. I watch it fairly often myself in, uh, in between my times and like the presentation they give. They don't run a lot of commercials. They say they are basically uh, running on uh, pure American values, which is why they don't have a lot of commercials on. It could be they just don't have a lot of sponsors in those sort of ranks, uh, but they do the best they can with a very low budget and they do a lot of very good stuff. So we'll see if Mr. O'Reilly will take the factor back to TV, even if it is on a second-tier channel. 
that's currently the second-tier channel. Maybe he'll bring One American News Network to the forefront. Last night, Republican Karen Handel wins the Georgia congressional race, the most expensive race in history, we're told, uh, for a seat that was uh, left vacant when the current holder or the former holder uh, went off to go work for Trump, one of the few people who decided to actually go work for Trump, leaving this hole open. Now, this became an issue in this special election because the man that ran against Karen Handel, John Ossoff, uh, was a novice, as you will, a novice Democrat uh, running for office, a 30-year-old man, never ran for office before, but essentially attacked uh, not exactly Trump himself, but the Trump issues, and essentially put everything down on the Trumpish issues, uh, and was able to not get a majority in a race that had basically one Democrat that could win and about 12 Republicans running for the same seat, which, as you suspect, would split the vote. Mr. Ossoff did not get Mr. Ossoff did not get the full 51 percent you need to win the seat. So there was a runoff. This is the runoff. Karen Handel wins handily. Well, maybe not quite handily, but about 10,000 votes. Uh, so she wins with the support of Donald Trump, who did some robocalls for him and, and for her pardon. And of course, Trump is, as they said in one article titled this morning, spiking the football on this seat. They were saying this was a big referendum for the Republican agenda. Essentially, if a Democrat could win this seat, which has been red for at least 40 years, a seat once held by Newt Gingrich, actually, uh, right around near the Atlanta area, the the Cobb County, a major county in in the Georgia area. Uh, If the Democrat could take this right now, it would show that there would be some issues for the Republicans and vice versa. The Republicans can hold on to it after having such a strong showing it was a show that the Democrats didn't quite have their their act together, and you can take it any way you want to. The biggest kind of goof on this thing that happened last night, as they spent most of the early part of the night giving the lead to Ossoff, although the lead was only by maybe 1% to 2% at any point in time, uh, late in the evening, or relatively early for an election, though, they called it for um, the other side, for Handel. And when that happened, the air was released in the room from um, the CNN broadcasting. You can see a lot of faces that were spending the night talking about, so far, talking about the amazingness of what this means to the, you know, amazingness of what it actually meant that the Trump agenda essentially overcame the, you know, I guess very strong uh, push initially from the Democrats and Ossoff, but um, did not quite find a way to make the whole thing work out in the end so there so there's your trump spiking the football claiming victory for this thing as he does for things he wants to claim victory for and our first message of the morning got up very early to see this happening uh but word came out that uber ceo travis kalanick is gone from the company officially resigning from the company now of course he went on his um, indefinite uh, vacation uh, his leave of absence announcing that last week uh, after he um, buried his mother who died recently and of course dealing with all just the issues of running the company the global company uber which has a company problems b regulation problems with the government and c uh which is probably the real thing uh, sexual and uh, racial harassment type problems because you run in the company like a bro 
while the loss of Kalanick is not going to destroy the company, uh, the issues inside the company are plain enough to take things down or at least break it up. There are plenty of issues about people getting paid or how the payment works, even though Uber has added a tipping function to keep up with other its competition, specifically Lyft. The company that was way, way, way hot, uh, not even six months ago, to have so many issues just come crashing down at the same time, is going to have to deal with it. And we will see whether they survive or whether they're not. Uber itself seems like a good service. I've not personally used it, but it's not exactly as revolutionary as it is. It's essentially hiring your friend to be a taxi driver, which on its own isn't such a bad thing. But considering taxis are heavily regulated and people are not, that's where a lot of the issues come through from there. Plus, the way a lot of people are being handled and, of course, the internals in the company. I always you know, jump on a story that has issues for sexual harassment or racial discrimination cases. It's just kind of what I'm into, I guess. Uh, puts a big bullseye on a big target because those are very simple problems to fix that can take down a company very easily, if not fixed. And those are the stories that we chatted up yesterday, uh, all day on Tuesday the 20th. So we'll have plenty of stories to chat up today for the 21st, starting off with Travis Kalanick getting out of Uber and moving on from there. If you want to be a part of everything we have going on, it's very easy. You exact, you essentially make the playbook. You tell us what we're talking about. We will put out some of the trending stories, some of the interesting stories, some of the cooler stories, some of the just weird stories like that whole toad drink thing uh, on our social media and our website and as you interact with them we'll know which ones need more love more attention which ones you want to talk about this is our way of getting around uh, the breaking news that stays on, stays on tv for three days straight you can interact with all our stories by checking out social media of course we're on twitter th underscore conversation facebook it's this is the conversation and on our website check out this is the conversation.com and just reply to the articles there as well. Meanwhile, we want you to help us out on a greater mission. We have something called the survey panel, the conversation survey panel. It is a survey service and we will get you paid. We'll pay you money uh, from other people, other groups, other entities, companies and organizations that need your opinions. It's an opinion survey group. And if you join, you just put your name in, put in the interest you have. We will email you the surveys we think you qualify for. Now, I know what you're saying. I've joined these survey things before, and they send me a survey to qualify for me, which goes to another survey to qualify for me. And after 30 minutes of qualifying surveys, they tell me I'm not qualified for this $0.35 survey. We're not going to do that. We'll pay you surveys around $0.35 to a dollar, but we're not going to send you a survey and then make you jump through hoops. If we send you the survey, fill it out, we'll send you directly money directly. That's not grammatically correct. We'll send you money directly to your PayPal account just like that. So check it out by going to thisistheconversation.com slash survey panel and apply. Now, this is the part where I say thank you, and today I will do it only three times. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm saying thank you because you make this happen. As I said, your interaction with us on social media makes this whole thing work, and your conversations with us, your replies on the website give us some idea of what stories are good and what stories are not good. Great things are going to happen from this data, I'm telling you. So keep on interacting. We need you to keep doing it. And we need you to subscribe to the podcast so you're hearing it every single day. We need you to make sure you're getting all our stuff on social media. 
Share it with a friend. That's something that would be really awesome. And wherever it is you get your podcast from, whether it's an iTunes thing, whether it's a Stitcher thing, a Spreaker thing, we would like you to give us a rating or a review. Tell us how well we're doing so that other people can see how well. Uh, tell us how well we're not doing so we can do it better. That's what we're going to do through as well. In the meantime, I'm going to say thank you for your Thank you, thank you, thank you for being you guys. The first, most knowledgeable, most awesome group of folks out there on the internet. And we'll join you again in audio form. And, of course, all day in pixel form of the audio form tomorrow from this podcast with the Daily Recap Podcast. <laughs>